I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Running a business means you have to wear many different hats at once and learn quickly how to multitask. How do business owners manage? But what I found with running my own business was I was doing everything. That journey led me to a place where I was like, I need other people around me. So I learned that in the corporate space that our humanity really needed to be welcomed back into the workplace. Welcome listener to Beyond the Balance Sheet. I'm Ashley Bloom and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we listen to some hugely inspiring people who talk us through some of their struggles and tell us how they overcame them. This week, we talked to Anna Margolis, co-founder of Transformation Agency. We had a great chat about how Anna helps her clients bring humanity back into the business and how to defeat business owner isolation. Anna, welcome to the Beyond the Balance Sheet podcast. I am so pleased you were able to join us and I can't wait to delve deeper into your story. But to kick things off, I would just love to hear who you are, what you do, why do you do it? Okay, so my name is Anna Margolis and I live in Boulder, Colorado, but I'm also a business owner in the UK. So I own businesses in both the UK and the US. I started out my professional career as an international lawyer. I was working for one of the top litigation firms in in Europe for a couple of years. That's where I trained. And then I got headhunted by US firms and worked for a few US firms in London. And then I got headhunted and moved to the US for a couple of years and um, yeah, it was. It's interesting because I started out life really on the on the corporate hamster wheel, like fully on the corporate hamster wheel. Like mm-hmm. you know, the the law is a very strict top down hierarchy where you've got partners at the top, and then your junior partners, and your senior associates, and your associates. It's probably quite quite like an accountancy firm actually. And you know, especially working as an international labour and employment lawyer, I got to see how corporations worked and how they worked in relationship to the people. And on a personal level, I found it so incredibly suffocating to kind of live this hamster wheel existence of waking up every day and getting on the underground and being squashed in like sardines and and then going to an office where you're on, you know, X floor and you're and you go into your office, which is behind your big mahogany door at your desk and you're there and you. And you might have some flexibility about when you take lunch, but you need to ask permission to take holidays. And, 
you're told what to do by somebody, but you don't really necessarily like the people that you work with that much or feel that seen by them. And there's no real room or creative outlet for your inspiration and your creativity and your curiosity. It's like you do the thing that you're paid to do and then you might get a few days off like for holidays every year. Like, so I lived that existence. I got to see on firsthand how suffocating that existence was. And I dreamt of a life filled with passion and purpose and freedom, you know, the ability to be anywhere in the world and be myself and be able to support myself. And so that led me on a trajectory of leaving the law and launching out on what I affectionately term as my cosmic treasure hunt. And that led me into the world of professional coaching. That was the perfect opportunity to continue doing personal development, but get paid for it. Which is a very savvy business model. <laughs> right. <laughs> or at least I thought it was. Mm. I thought it was. And um, so I trained to become a professional coach, but I was, I was never really interested in one-on-one coaching. I was interested in scalable solutions to human satisfaction and, and really Really, I mean, to, to come back to the beginning of your question, it's you know, the thing that really drove me was how can human beings feel alive and creative with consistent access to their creativity and feel free and feel able to be themselves and be generative and productive and contribute to humanity, you know, whatever aspect of that that they want. How can we create environments where that's possible? as opposed to what I was consistently seeing, which was a reduction of human capacity into kind of mechanistic ways of being. And so then I bought the license to the coach training program. Then I set that up in the UK for a few years. And people would come to my program to train to become a professional coach because they wanted to escape the corporate world and make money doing something that inspired people. Yeah. I had the experience of training hundreds of people from over 50 countries in the world to become a professional coach, which they loved. They absolutely loved it. But then they would have no idea how to start or run a business. And so they'd be amazing professional coaches. They'd be like, you know, so devoted to to their clients, but they had no idea how to build a brand, create a website, launch on social media marketing, write copy, you know, drum up any kind of marketing at all. That that wasn't a natural skill set for them. It was it was an interesting journey because I got to be inside of corporate and see the dysfunction there. Then I got to leave corporate, start my own business, which I ran um, for three years. And in the process of running my own business, I looked like I had more freedom than I did in the corporate space. But actually, you're working all the hours that God sends just to keep your head above water so that you can, you know, make enough profit over your cost structure that you can appear to have a lifestyle that made it all worth it. (laughs) But what I found with running my own business was there was I was doing everything that journey led me to a place where I was like I need other people around me I need to be in relationship with other people who have a diverse skill set that I can work together with to build something that's bigger than all of us and that's what led me to transformation agency ultimately was a desire to be in relationship with people, not have to carry it all on my own as the entrepreneur. You know, we needed to find other solutions of like how do human beings come into relationship closely enough and deeply enough that they can collaborate effectively enough and have consistent access to their creativity and a sense of freedom that is an altogether better business model than anything that's come before. 
And it's so interesting you speak about how alone you felt when you were kind of running your own business and trying to keep that afloat mm-hmm. because business owner isolation is such a topic of conversation and it's something that I think nobody realises is going to affect them when they start their business in the first place, that they are going to feel so isolated. And as you said, even if you bring in staff, it's still all on you to pay them. And it's still that really isolating feeling. And if you were kind of, obviously, since then, you've restructured and you've brought in people that are an absolute contribution and complement your skill set perfectly. But what advice would you give to a business owner who is currently feeling completely isolated? There's various different ways to answer that question. Number one, I would I would start by acknowledging, like you have, how normal it is. That it's, it's absolutely par for the course if you are, I mean, either running a side hustle, try, trying to start a side hustle, trying to maintain a side hustle, or trying to create something that you can step full time into ultimately. There's inevitably going to be that period of time when you're, you're in startup mode and you're just trying to get enough momentum and generate enough revenue that bringing anyone else in is even a possibility. And it's hard, especially if you've got other responsibilities you know, I left the law completely before I started my own business. And that was important because there was so much to do. And there's no way, like it would have just felt like splitting myself in half and doubling my workload yeah. if I was running a business, if I was also working as a professional. So if there's any possibility of going all in, I do think that there's some value in that. It's kind of like, you know, taking a gamble on life it's almost like the the more commitment you put into something the more providence can move to support you because it can feel the level of devotion that you're pouring into it so i would say it's normal especially if you don't have dependents i would recommend the all in way of doing it and then there's a way that somehow that kind of quickens life's responsiveness to you i would say it's valuable to get a coach and and really for the purposes of even just being able to receive you in the emotion. Like I would highly recommend having somebody you can just fully pour that out to, unfiltered. And, and once the emotion moves, that's when often there's now space for real inspiration to come. And I think it's what you say about having someone that does act as a sounding board. I mean, it's great when you've got family and friends to speak to, but having someone external like a business coach that can really listen and really listen without having that kind of predetermined opinion because they love you so much I think is so important and it's something that a lot of business owners feel like they should do it towards I guess the middle to end of their business cycle whereas actually when you're starting up that's probably such a good time to have a business coach because you yeah. don't really know what you're doing and it's something that a lot of startups just don't do i think it's really valuable to have a business coach but it's also the time when it feels riskiest because you haven't actually proven your business model yet yeah and that's the, it is an investment you know i don't want to discourage anybody who's who's feeling that kind of internal momentum but there is also the fact of the matter is it is going to take you to your edge anticipate that it's going to be an emotional roller coaster know that there's going to be times when emotionally you hit like a rock bottom and that it's gonna invite and call forth your initiative and your devotion and your self-leadership and your commitment and your consistency it's a lifestyle choice to make to do it and if the only motivator is money don't do it 
I think I think that's something that's come up so many times throughout different episodes of this podcast is that money as a motivation is great. I mean, everybody needs to put food on the table, but you have to have a deeper purpose and a deeper reason of why you're doing what you do and a really strong belief in your business and what you're trying to achieve. Because if you don't, you just cannot make a success of it. And you have to have that purpose right. Earlier, you mentioned when you are kind of an employee at a company, you're not necessarily working to your maximum capacity. You can't live and breathe the natural creativity. You can't just explore ideas that you've got that you think would be great for a business because they don't necessarily sit on your job description, right? What you do is help business owners bring the humanity back into business. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to me more about your business and what it aims to achieve with the businesses that you work with? So I mentioned earlier, I was sharing how I'd been on this journey of really deeply desiring freedom, passion, purpose, fulfillment, consistent access to my creativity you know like we need space for the emotion to move and inside of a corporate environment there's no room for emotion if there's something that comes up it's like those types of things are so often like specifically dealt with outside of the workplace it's in the fact that we have an emotional range and so what I learned in the in the corporate space was we need to welcome our humanity back into the workplace that's not to say to make it an emotional free-for-all yeah but to allow what's natural to be there you know so I learned that in the corporate space that our humanity really needed to be welcomed back into the workplace running my own business as an entrepreneur I realized I was on my own and that that didn't work so transformation agency in recognition of the fact that we need each other to build the things that we're building together It's all about supporting human beings to come into the kinds of relationships with one another that they can navigate that startup journey, that co-creative journey together, despite the trials and tribulations that will inevitably arise on that journey. Because what I've learned and what I see consistently is that the the entrepreneurial journey, the, the, the startup journey, the creative journey to bring something that you're inspired by into fruition is actually a journey of individual and collective development together. It's so interesting because what you do basically almost resolves that business owner isolation because you're getting people to connect again and getting them to talk about what's going on and figure out ways to work through issues, whatever those issues might be, small or big. And I, you know, I wouldn't have even thought about the fact that, especially in the professional services world, like your background, where you said you might have 10 partners or whatever it might be at the top. And how do they navigate the relationship with each other to have a positive effect, obviously, on the rest of the company and the business, but also the dynamics between them, it must be such a hard thing to navigate. I think also it's interesting you said that you brought in people that had different skill set to you and how important that is because a lot of businesses, they all do the same thing and that's why they start a business together and then they soon realise, right, that they don't have certain things that they need. And I think it's a really, really interesting business model especially considering how much conflict that there is, especially in times like now where the world is going absolutely crazy and there's so much burdening business owners and so much concern and so much worry. And 
it's really easy to keep that within and keep that inside of you rather than speaking about it. And you, I guess, help them through that process. So, you know, the culture of any of any company is is a function of the habits and norms and kind of consistent precedents that are set over time, right? So like, you know, if there's always a culture of the the boss butting in when somebody's talking, like it, it immediately creates a kind of visceral felt sense of what it's like to be in that workplace. If the if all of the people scatter at lunchtime and disappear and don't spend any time socializing with one another, then you don't feel very connected to the people that you're you know working with. So the the culture of a place is determined by the consistent sort of habits and norms. And those are determined by the people. If all the partners at a law firm or an accountancy firm at the top of the chain are really relaxed with one another, they'll share intimate details of what goes on in their personal life. They're genuinely interested and curious to hear how people are doing. There's an open door policy where if someone's actually like got something up, they feel like they can speak to somebody. Then you're gonna, you're, it creates the kind of environment where people can relax. Definitely. And I think you mentioned, obviously, it's the small habits that really, really have a big shift on the culture. Would you say that a kind of toxic company culture comes from the top? Or do you think it's also a big part of who they hire and hiring the right people and getting the right people in the right seats? I I would say it's a both and. As I was sharing before, the the company culture is going to be a function of the norms and and habits that accumulate over time that come ultimately from the people and if you're in a situation where you know you've got a c-suite at the top or a set of partners at the top then people are entraining their attention upwards they're looking to the senior people for management or um, strategy or instruction and guidance then of course what's happening at the top is going to trickle down and and be a significant factor in the creation of the culture yeah but uh, you know in terms of also hiring the right people what's important is that you bring in people and that you're in right relationship with them and so what I what I mean by that is if you're onboarding a partner in the business, that is akin to, at some level, getting married. Yeah. Right? You're signing into a partnership agreement. That partnership agreement is a lot like a marriage contract. And so, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't marry somebody after only a couple of weeks. You know, you would spend a significant amount of time deepening in relationship, understanding where you have common ground, where your visions align with one another, whether you see the future in the same way. Do you have the same cultural values? Do you, what matters to you? How do you prioritize things? You would want to be spending a significant amount of time as you would dating somebody before you marry them, like coming into alignment with your prospective partners before signing into a partnership agreement. And that's incumbent upon the people who are responsible for the business to have different onboarding processes or at least different depths of an onboarding process for different people, depending on how deep they're coming into the heart of the culture is how deeply you're coming into connection with them over the course of the onboarding process. So 
ultimately, that's all on the shoulders of the people who are running the business. Yeah. And so it, it's about right relationship at the, at the appropriate level of depth of connection. And that's going to make a significant impact on the culture. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I love the use of the term relationship and the way that you compared it to a marriage contract because if every single person, whether you're an employee or a co-founder or whatever level you are, if you treated the people that you work with the same way as you treat anybody else that you're in a kind of deep emotional relationship with, the way that you would interact, the way that you would communicate would be so different. So with that said, obviously you've got one of the most unique journeys that I've kind of heard because you did start in such a corporate world so so to be doing something that is so emotion driven and purpose-led is such such a transformation so what would you say is your personal business superpower what is it that you do that nobody else does oh my gosh this is your time um, to not be humble and just brag about <laughs> why you think why you, you know, think that you are great. Gosh. Okay. So when I when I was working as a lawyer in London, I grew up always believing I was going to be a lawyer. I trod the usual path and worked for the top firms, and I lived in London, you know, whilst I was training and working for US firms. And on the outside, I had everything going for me. Like people would have looked at me and been like, "Yep, she's checking all the boxes." But internally, I was suffocating and I was playing out all sorts of drama in my intimate life. Yeah. That was kind of the consequence of how much I felt like I was contracting inside. The nature of reality is so far beyond what it is that we're seeing with our eyes. And I know that more is possible. And here I am now, how many years later? I'm probably like 15 years later or something. And... I wake up every single day and I get to do exactly what I want to do on my own timescale. You know, if I was to go back and have a conversation with my younger self now, I would say, 
Never lose faith in the magic. Yeah. It's absolutely real. You're doing everything right. Keep going. And now I'm getting to live the level of like satisfaction and connection and fulfillment and freedom and passion and purpose and to be exploring and enjoying learning the true nature of reality. And so my superpower is the power of holding a huge range of possibility, holding people in their highest, knowing that they can actually achieve what they dream of at the bottoms of their hearts and beyond. I mean, the ability is to see somebody's, I guess, see what they can achieve and how they can achieve their dreams, essentially, and find their magic or their freedom. Having the ability to see that in somebody is absolutely a superpower. So I think what you're saying is so lovely because why would you ever want to live your life making decisions by your head and having the strength to go with your heart there's going to be people listening to this podcast who immediately dismiss it just by virtue of the the fact that i use the word magic i'm going to trust that there's a reason that we're having this conversation and that it may only be one person but it might be one person who is working on their side hustle because they know that there's more that's possible than the life they're currently living that they know that while they're earning a decent living, doing whatever professional job they might be doing, you know, they, they already can feel the impetus to, to create or to live a life of more like passion and purpose and freedom and fulfillment. And that they know that there is secretly at some level, there's a group of people out there that their childhood self would consider to be their superhero team that they know when they come into relationship with those people, they all activate one another and that their superpowers come online and that that they're meant to create with one another and they know it's not going to be an easy path and they know that there's going to be stuff that they come up against and there's going to they're going to need to learn how to navigate that stuff in relationship with one another to be able to stay together long enough for the vision that they share to come to fruition and in terms of superpowers a just knowing that's a real thing knowing that all these people do have these superpowers yeah. in them that are coming to life, you know, that they're kind of like switching on no matter what environment they're in right now. There's all these people being like, hang on, whoa, wait, oh, maybe they're having an ayahuasca ceremony or um, having some kind of state change experience or yeah. whatever it is, but they're turning on, they're switching on, they're waking up, they're realizing that there's more to life and they're willing to embark on the adventure that life is calling them into, you know, that the the call to the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell would talk about. And not only is it a superpower to know that that's what's happening and to be able to hold people in their highest, knowing that they are in an individual development journey into this higher version of themselves, but to also be able to, like, give direct feedback, be pointed in it, be specific, hold space for the full range of human emotion to move through those people because that there's got to be space for that, to feel like you can be fully, unconditionally accepted as yourself and there's nothing wrong with you. Like, if there's rage, if there's grief, if there's feelings of abandonment, if there's resentment, if there's frustration, it's all normal it's almost like these people who are waking up, there's kind of a, a process of like clearing out the gunk, the backlog of all the stuff that's kept us heavy and trapped and like 
anchored into a version of reality that really like that that is clearly there isn't serving those people anymore by virtue of the fact they're waking up and realizing they want more yeah definitely and so that that's really what that I feel is like what's happening right now is by virtue of having walked that journey in the last four and a half, five years with my team, where um, we started off as seven of us after two years, we went down to four and those four people have stayed on the journey with one another now for nearly five years. And, you know, this is happening. Like all the, all the, the, the things that I was sharing with you is that I knew to be possible is now happening. And, just by virtue of having lived that experience and seen every manner of cause for human conflict and stayed through it and recognized my own responsibility and how I'm showing up in it and how I'm creating these circumstances, how actually these circumstances are happening to trigger those really uncomfortable emotions that, you know, from things that happened in my past with previous people that hang on all of a sudden it seems wait this is a familiar pattern oh whoa hang on this is something that yeah. that is happening because of me yeah and then recognizing that taking responsibility having space for the emotion to move staying in relationship with one another and and what that allows for is life to move through you in a way where you don't have to spend your whole time running on a do 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 hamster wheel. Yeah. Because it's all happening and you just you're just along for the ride. I think without a doubt, I mean this podcast is for exactly as you say it's for people that are starting a new business, have got a side hustle that they're looking to take to the next level. And I think the main thing is that they feel like they're not wasting their time and doing something silly. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they get these ideas, but they're in a, you know, a corporate job and they think, oh, I don't know, should I be spending my spare time doing this or should I not? I think it's so important that if you've got that idea and you've got that dream, mm-hmm. the one you f- you find the right support network to kind of get you through it because nobody yeah. has got all the skills. And as you say, when you owned your previous business, you were just wearing too many hats and that's yeah. not healthy either, but finding the support network and really finding your own freedom and finding yourself in the process, I think is such an intrinsic part of starting and owning a business and finding your superpower. And I love the way you said you can find your superhero group, because if you Mm -hmm. can do that and you can navigate those relationships and learn about yourself and learn what you're doing right, wrong, then you're definitely on the road to doing something that you can be incredibly proud of in the future what is next for you what's what's next for the business and what's what do you see in your in your future I think that's the that's the kind of dot 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 question mark really I've learned to not have too many expectations of what's going to happen and to be much to hold things more lightly than that and kind of surf the emergence what I would love what I feel like excited about the prospect of is knowing that our world is is changing rapidly and knowing that there are more and more people who are going through this kind of awakening to more possibility and recognizing that they want to be in relationship with people in a co-creative capacity and that they want to experience meaning in what it is that they're doing and to be in the kinds of relationships with the people that they're doing it with that allows them to be fully themselves 
and to navigate through whatever comes up. There are more and more people that are having that experience. And so I enjoy being in connection with people around those things. And and also that it's important for people to recognize that there's that this is not a journey they're meant to take alone. You know, we're not meant to be isolated, siloed beings, like scurrying to try to make stuff happen. Like it's exhausting, that existence. And so what excites me is the kinds of people who recognize that this is the journey that they're on, recognize that they're not meant to do it alone, recognize that they're going to need support and are prepared to invest in themselves uh, and in essentially a kind of switching on of themselves in that new capacity, because ultimately there's got to be some level of commitment to ourselves in that. And so sure, like there's going to be people who are like, well, you know, it's right at the beginning and I don't have the money and I'm trying to make it work and blah, 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 blah. And, and sure, like good luck to all of those people. Like I wholeheartedly encourage anybody who's on this journey and the ones who I consistently see making leaps and strides and who are making life easy for themselves are the ones who say, I'm 100% in, this is happening. I'm committed to it. I'm investing in myself. And they they just keep leaning into that edge, you know, unequivocally. And then life meets them on the other side of it to catch them and help them to fly further than they ever knew was possible. And I think that's a great note to end on. Thank you so much, Anna. That was a really, really inspiring conversation. And I know that all of our listeners will definitely connect with you, what you're saying, because as I mentioned, this is that part of their journey that they are all on at the moment. I know that they'll resonate with everything that you said. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. I think the best taking from that is that it's super, super important to ensure that your personal and collective growth journey is perfectly aligned with those that you choose to surround yourself with in business. And it's so important that the people that you bring in to share in your business success truly, truly align with your cultural values. If you liked this episode, go have a listen to the rest of the series. We are Raffingers and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn at Raffingers. Alternatively, you can check out our website, www.raffingers.co.uk. I've been your host, Ashley Bloom, and this has been Beyond the Balance Sheet. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.